everybody, and welcome to Talking Anime, the hashtag best worst anime podcast around. Roll the theme music! <laughs> Konnichiwa, everybody. It is Mitch. We are here with episode two of Talking Anime. I am so excited to have you guys joining me here today on this exciting episode. Now, I recorded this on Labor Day, which was this past Monday of the time of this release. And guys... I was just like, why not just put out a uh, episode about ReZero? And guys, we will get into the talks of ReZero. But first and foremost, we have some commercials to get through, and then we will go into our deep dial or deep dive discussion about ReZero, starting life in another world. Everybody. Let's throw to our commercials, which is, hey, Mitch, I'm taking it to you, buddy. Bye, everyone. Quo Nichiwa, everybody, and welcome to season two of Talking Anime. It's Mitch. Guys, let's talk about our sponsor, shall we? That's right, everybody. Our favorite sponsor is back for season two with us, Anchor.fm. Guys, if you do not know because you're new and decide to listen, hey, Mitch has got a new show, new episode, let's listen to that first. Well, new initiate Weeboos, welcome. I appreciate you listening. We are talking about Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm, the free source to upload and record all your podcast needs. How do you record on their website? Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is a program on there where you can record all your podcasts and use their editing tools. All you need is a microphone of some kind and you can record on their website. Or if you're like me and use their uploading tool, they also have an uploading tool where you can upload MP3 files to all of your favorite platforms. Guys, it's free. That's right. No price to join. It's just going to cost you a few minutes to set up your podcast. Then, Ladies and gentlemen, you can get paid to do all your podcasting just by joining Anchor.fm and using their monetization program. That's right, guys. You can get paid to do podcasts by simply recording podcasts, commercials, and you don't need any huge number of viewerships. I got notified after 100 listens, 100 plus listens, sorry, and, you know, I have an estimated eight listener audience. I'm hoping to grow that a little bit more. But yeah, Anchor FM, you can get paid to do podcasts as simple as just uploading thy podcasts. And just wait, what platforms do they go on? Well, there's Apple Podcasts. Um, There's that, God, what's that one that people do? They listen to all their music on it. Um, Krata, Krata Thai, Coup de Gras, 
Harry. Oh, it's Spotify, guys. That is right. It is on Spotify, too. And any other program that plays podcasts. You can get there on there for free. That's right, guys. For free. All you gotta do is sign up and upload. Now, get going. Sign up to Anchor.fm and get your podcasting done. They also have an app, too, as well, that you can also record and everything else as well. Guys, thank you for listening. And also, if you want to support me in another way, instead of just, like, you know, give me a five-star review and stuff like that, I have a Patreon page. That is patreon.com forward slash talking anime where you can support me for as low as one dollar a month guys one dollar a month that equals thirty dollars you know 120 dollars or that's uh 120 dollars well you know it guys it's just uh it's 12 dollars for the year whatever you guys want to do it's one dollar a month you get a shout out on my podcast both this one and my upcoming other podcast called the Dice Virgin Podcast. There, you guys can support me for a dollar. Five dollars, though, if you want to pay a little bit more money, five dollars a month, you get the shout out as well as the lovely perk of choosing a future episode. And you also get the option to come on to that episode and join me as we talk some anime. Guys, I hope you've been enjoying Season 2 as much as I am. Let's get back to the show. Bye-bye. Konnichiwa, guys, and welcome back to this episode of Talking Anime with your host, Mitch. We are talking about ReZero. But, ladies and germs, before we can actually get into the nitty-gritty about ReZero, I need to give a shout-out. This shout-out goes out to the fine folks over at Shonen Flop. Shonen Flop is a in-depth discussion about all things failed shonen manga. So if you guys are a fan of manga like I am, go and give these guys a listen to and tell them, hey, Mitch from Talking Anime sent us your way. Also, I gotta give another wonderful shout out to the Anime Bros who will be coming on in the next couple episodes uh, the time of this dropping, they put out a new episode. It was their final discussion about Hunter x Hunter. Honestly, at the point of recording this, I haven't heard it yet. I've been kind of busy doing some voice uh, acting, auditioning, and stuff like that. Yes, in case you didn't know, your boy is auditioning for voice acting roles. If you have a voice acting project you want me to be involved in, you can contact me on all my social medias, Mitch Loves Anime. Now, shout out to the Anime Bros. You guys, they're going to be on very soon. I got an amazing concept to talk to them about. It's really great. I don't know if I told you guys yet, but it's essentially talking about gateway anime. We're going to have a discussion about our gateway animes, the animes that got us into this wonderful world of weeb, otaku, culture, anime, and then we talk about some shows that we would suggest to somebody who is new to anime. So, guys, this is a show about ReZero, starting life in another world, which is an isekai, which, honestly, I would say that if it was the opportunity to be like, hey, guys, you're new to anime, you want to get into isekais, 
ReZero would honestly probably be the best, best idea that I would give out to them for someone who is a fan of like time travels or like alternate world jumping stuff like that, like Deathloop and stuff like that. Sorry guys, spoiler alert. But yes, I would honestly give ReZero the benefit of doubt of being a good gateway anime to the world of isekais more than your stereotypical isekai like Sword Art Online. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, we are officially talking about ReZero starting life in another world, which is a light novel which was developed by Tappy Nagasaki and a couple other fine folks in the world of anime and light novels and stuff like that. So, what is the story about? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is about Subaru Natsuki, who is your everyday normal Joe Schlomo loser guy who finally or suddenly wakes up in another world. So, this is how the isekai part comes into the show. Our story starts with, you know, Subaru Natsuki, as he's going to what seems to be a 7-Eleven, getting some stuff and then walking home. As he's sitting there at a stoplight, or a stop sign, flashes start happening to him. He starts seeing things, like him dying and stuff like that, and boom! In a brand new world, the thing is, Subaru is what we like to call a nerd, or video game person, and believes that he is in a video game. Goes, runs into his waifu, the one that he is, like, madly in love with, Emelina, and and then, no, sorry, he runs into, I can't remember, or what character did he run into at the beginning? I feel so bad that I'm trying to figure this out as I'm recording this. Yes, I feel like a dumb dumb. I know this is really, really dumb to say like, oh, well, I'm going to discuss this. But you guys, you know how it is. I like to keep things fresh. So yeah, he just runs into a character who is introduced later on in the anime. And he firmly believes that he is in a video game. Because he goes through, he's like, oh, I'm going to get magical powers. And then he is saved by uh, our fine, lovely Amelia. And yeah, Amelia. Sorry, Amelia. Why am I saying that wrong? It's Amelia, guys. Sorry. Go back. Emily. I am sorry, guys. I am like super stoked to talk about this. So, yes. Amelia. Amelia. He goes and... or Amelia saves his butt. His ass. Whatever you guys want to say. From these thugs. And he goes on and tries to help her find what she is missing. Well, he eventually dies from being stabbed. And is brought back. Now, this is Subaru's little dirty secret. Subaru has this lovely curse from the we uh, the witch. They refer to her as the witch. I haven't watched season two yet, so this is predominantly talking about season one. 
I know I should have talked about this when before season two happened, but I actually started watching this when season two aired. So yeah, so it eventually goes. He gets brought back. He thinks of it as like a save point. So what happens is Subaru has the ability. Once he dies, he will reset his entire life resets to a certain point in time. And the entire anime is literally focused on Subaru trying to survive each day. And then it evolves into having bigger threats slowly appear. He keeps getting killed off mysteriously. Day resets. And then it evolves to now Amelia is in line to be head of everything. And he is essentially trying to help her get there. But Subaru being the dum-dum that he is really makes everything worse. And it really shows later on in the show when he basically loses everybody except for Rem. And he is... It's just because what happens is is that he constantly... When he dies and his day re- or life resets back to a certain point... He starts thinking that, oh, if I can change this one small thing, it's going to change everything. And there's moments in the show that that happens and it works. But there is, and I mean there is, a lot of times where he makes one small change and it makes everything worse. And he believes that everything that he's doing is for the greater good of everybody, but he doesn't realize that near the end of the show... That in reality, Subaru is doing everything for the sakes of Subaru. Not for Amelia, not for Rem, not for Rom, not for anyone else but Subaru. Because Subaru is a self-centered character who's an idiot and he literally calls himself useless in front of everybody. When he is like, hey guys, my name's Subaru Natsuki. I'm poor, dumb, and I'm useless. At least a character admits that they're freaking useless. So, what happens later on in the show, you find out that Subaru has these like magical powers like Amelia has, but his powers are like darkness, quote-unquote darkness. And all it is is that he can cause like a blinding uh, effect or he's a buff and debuff character. And... That's fine and dandy, but we never really get to see him use the powers except for, like, once or twice when he's training to use them. And then he used it, like, once in a while against some enemies. And, yeah. So, the show essentially focuses around Subaru falling in love with Amelia. And then he's doing whatever he can to make Amelia happy. And the problem is, the more he does these things, he is slowly pushed away and back by Amelia because Subaru is madly in love with her and she doesn't fall in love with him until near the end of the first season. And it's not really like your romance style, isekai style love. It is literally just random like, oh, lay your head on my lap and I will pet you and stroke you and call you a good boy. Guys, Subaru is like really really he's the stereotypical isekai loser that a lot of these like shows that i like revolve around for some reason all the characters i like are losers 
I, I don't get it. So, now, what happens is that later on, we are introduced to, like, this. they're kind of like the seven mortal sins, kind of a weird thing. We meet Greed. And Greed is... I think it's Greed... No, it's Lust. Sorry, it's Lust. He's the... Or the representation of lust. And what happens is, is that when Amelia is attacked, Subaru runs after they're separated because shit happens. Amelia gets basically embarrassed by Subaru and she's like, I want nothing to do with you. Don't come back. And he does. He goes back and finds everybody is slaughtered by these cloaked members of like the witch's court quote unquote and they're led by lust and he's just this fucking batshit insane dude he's got a really ugly ass bowl cut fugly looking dude and he's sitting there and he's just chomping away at his fingers because he's like I lust for love love is so and yeah he's just literally insane so what happens is Subaru dies a lot, and I mean a lot, during this short period of time of him trying to stop them from attacking the court and killing everybody, even the villagers and all that. He tries to stop it, but he fails every time, and what happens is that, he again, he dies, and every, essentially, like, Lust and all of them died too, but because Subaru dies, everything resets. And the thing about Subaru's, as he calls it, return from death, is that he's the only person who has memories of everything that happened. No one else realizes what's going on when he appears, because what happens is when he dies and he's brought back, people assume that he just spaced out and that he's just like brick wall of emotion or of just nothing there. You know, the lights are on, but no one's home kind of situation, you know? And he starts realizing that after he died enough times that hey this could actually be very useful in fixing this problem of hey I need to reset time because I made a small mistake everything's going wrong I need to reset so he'll go and he'd die he'd kill himself he'd get killed by people and it's just crazy stuff like that so what happens is he would go make make it past his last quote-unquote save point and move on. And then he'd make a new quote-unquote save point. And then it's essentially when he dies, he just resets. Constantly resets his life. Resets his game, essentially, to his last save point. And what happens is, is that he starts getting all these plans that he's doing to try and get to uh, Amelia and save her, he eventually gets everybody to join forces with him, but it came to a cost because there is this mythical beast called the White Whale, which is, if it eats somebody, it basically erases them from existence. So what happens is Subaru died enough times during the encounter with the White Whale to be like, this is what's going to happen. We're going to use my cell phone, which he passes off as a magical artifact. He's like, we're going to use my cell phone to 
have it come to us and everyone's just going to gang up on this thing and kill it. Later on, you find out there's like more of them, but it's just actually one of them. They're just seeing things because he's also like causes like weird illusions and stuff. And essentially, they finally bring it down. They kill it and everything else. Then they get to Amelia. They save Amelia, trying to get her out. Then Lust appears and they start trying to kill everybody. They eliminate Lust. Then you find out that Lust can take over somebody's body. Well, what happened is, is that Subaru's like, okay, kill me because he's slowly trying to take over my body. So he gets killed, resets it back to everything, does everything again, and finally kills Lust for good. And everything seemed fine until the very end when he mentions Rem and they're like, who is Rem? Now, guys, that was just, like, my little rambling on essentially what the story is. It's just, essentially, guy meets girl. Guy has magical powers. When he dies, time resets. Guy pisses off girl. Girl wants nothing to do with him. He makes it up to her by getting all these events to happen, and he saves her. Yada, yada, yada. It's essentially how it goes. Like I said, I haven't watched season two yet at the point of recording this. Um, I'm going to do a season two of ReZero in a later season. I'll essentially do that with all my shows that I do. Like, oh, only watched one season of this. This is, you know, season two. So we're going to talk about best character, worst character. So this is a part of the show. When I review a show like this, I'm going to talk about the best character what makes them the best character and the worst character makes them the worst character best character goes to Rem Rem if you didn't know is a half demon who is a maid who works for Amelia and the Count she's the one with the blue hair uh, she has her horn still and what happens is, is that you find out in later episodes that Rem caused Rom to lose her horn because Rom was like the one, like... Because they were both born twins. And that's not, like, normal. So their horns were split. So one had one horn, the other one had the other horn. Of a demon. Rom was the one who had so much potential. Everyone praised her and everything else. Well, what happened was demon hunters appeared. Killed everybody. Rom was really... Or was doing good. Rem kind of screwed it up and Rom lost her horn. So... Rem, trying to make up for the fact that she was essentially useless growing up, decided to push herself to do better and be better than, well, anyone else. She's basically picking up the slack of what Rom lost. Essentially, that is why I like to call her the number, or the best character, because she is a character that, no matter what happens, she stays loyal to Subaru, because Rem actually starts developing feelings for Subaru and literally dies for Subaru a couple times before uh, Return by Death happens. And she literally had the most heartfelt speech about 
the future that she was willing to give Subaru because Subaru got to the point that he just wanted everything to be done. He's like, if I'm not near Amelia, maybe all this will never happen. Maybe Amelia's better off if I'm not around. And he basically turns to Rem, who's with him at the time, and says, come with me. We'll go far away. We'll go live in the mountains somewhere and we'll try and live a, a normal, a somewhat normal life. Well, Rem has this whole spiel about, yeah, we can do that. We'll go buy a nice little cottage. We'll go and work for a living and we'll have kids. And then I will die with everyone nearby me knowing that I was happy and I had the best life thanks to Subaru. And then she, she says this heart-melting speech. And then Subaru, who is like completely spaced out at the time, realizes that he is madly in love with Amelia and says to her, no, I can't do it. I'm in love with Amelia. And Rem is like, okay, I'll do whatever I can to help you because you being happy makes me happy. And when I first saw that, I almost teared up crying because I'm like, oh, and Subaru completely cock blocks her. Subaru Natsuki, you are giving the title. You are given the title of horrible character. Now, the reason why Subaru is given the horrible character card is because Subaru literally makes everything he does worse. Sure, there is moments that he's actually really helpful. He does everything right. He helps stop the white whale, which was like a huge trading issue between countries because the whale would kill people on their uh, routes to the village or cities. Yes, he, he did a good thing there. But he also caused a lot of deaths because he was being stupid and gave everything out and ruined basically almost everybody's life that he has come into contact with. The only thing that saved him from permanent damage to other people's lives is his return from death. That is the only thing that he is good for in the show. And he knows that. He knows that he is basically useless. No matter what he does, he can't fix everything that he fucks up. This is the sorry doesn't break or fix a broken plate. Oh, I'm going to die and have that plate. Hey, look, the plate's perfectly fine. Subaru, my dude, my man. Yeah, yeah, fucking idiot. I'm sorry. You are literally probably one of the most <laughs> you are probably one of the most useless characters in an anime. Yes, your power is very useful because you can eventually reset your time and fix the problem, but it's the fact that you wouldn't have to do that if you didn't fuck everybody's life up. And honestly, that is that is why I feel that Subaru is a horrible character for the show simply because he literally does everything for the for Subaru. He doesn't do it for everyone else. He does it for himself. And the problem is when he does that, it fucks everybody over. And honestly, you're, you're the worst character, man. 
I'm sorry. You're just you're a horrible character. I love the show. Subaru's not my favorite character. Rem, honestly, Rem is my favorite character on that show. You know, I would I would rather have a show all focused on Rem than Subaru. So guys, with that being said, I have to give this a official rating. Well, guys, last week was Rent a Girlfriend. I forgot to give Rent a Girlfriend a rating between Skelter plus Heaven and Hunter x Hunter, Dragon Ball Z, whatever you guys want to call it, a 10. I consider Dragon Ball Z a 10, like I said, because nostalgia. Rent a Girlfriend sits at about an 8. I think I have it as an 8 on my Mal list. And ReZero sits at like a 7, between 7 and 8. ReZero, I like the show, but again, though, it is your stereotypical isekai power fantasy. But again, though, it's not a real power fantasy because the character is not like overpowered. His his ability, yeah, sure, it's overpowered. You reset time when you die. But you have to die to use the power. And you remember everything. Like, even the pain you felt when you died, you remember that. So, would I give people the option to watch ReZero? Yes, I would suggest ReZero to any person who is interested in an isekai genre and hasn't watched it yet because ReZero has a nice balance. There is a little bit of a comedy, there's a little bit of romance, and then you have your isekai. It is literally referenced like once in the first season. I think it gets there's more to it in season two, but as of right now, season one, it's a good show. I liked it. Like I said, it's a seven or an eight. Yes, I would tell people to check this out. And yes, I hope every single one of you loved this show. I am coming up onto 30 minutes, which is actually shocking because I had to squeeze as much details in as possible to give you guys a little bit of a rundown on season one of Read Zero. I appreciate every single one of you for listening. I love every single one of you. I will see you guys next week with another exciting episode of Talking Anime. Atote, everybody. Peace out. Oh, Nichiwa, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Talking Anime. If you want to find me on all my social medias, link in the description of the video. If you're watching on YouTube, and link in the description of the audio format if you're listening to any podcasts. You can find me on those links. Don't forget to sign up for my Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get a shout-out. And I also want to thank the Mighty Earthworm from Anime Bros for supplying us with the amazing end song, Rain. I hope you guys enjoy. Enjoy the rest of the song because I am going to enjoy the rest of my day. I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye.
terror.